Hi. How are, How are you? you? I'm good. I'm doing good too. <laughs> Welcome to Dude That's Fucked Up, y'all. I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. Uh how's so, everybody doing? Yeah, how's everybody doing? Uh I'm very hope tired. Hope everybody in hope everybody in Hawaii is okay. Oh after my god. That fucking bullshit. Everyone Ugh. just like scrambled to get somewhere uh, can you safe imagine? and you didn't have to. Can you fucking imagine? Well, that I, I kept reading that people were like terrified. Like, Pete, well, because it's like a real, it could actually happen now. Like, if that Pete was like, oh, if, we, if this would have happened like three years ago or something. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, like just oh, yeah. a few hours ago uh, before we were recording this on Saturday, the people in Hawaii received a emergency alert on their cell phones saying that a missile had been launched and like, to like seek shelter immediately. Like, can you? I, what would I, you is, do? What would you do? Um, I would. Well, I would find a bomb shelter because there's multiple in DC. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a fallout shelter. Yeah. Um, I'd probably just go like down in the metro or something. I don't know. Mm. Um, or I just like hunker down in my like very downstairs bathroom and yeah, pray. Because <laughs> you have like. Your bottom floor is like kind of underground. Yeah. Yeah. Be- it's like a basement kind of style situation. I would not want to be trapped down in the subway if something happened. I know. Like, no. I know. What if you're like stuck? I'm like claustrophobic though. So it wouldn't be like a good sitch. I don't know. I just like, I, I don't know. I have no idea. It's so scary. I saw that downsizing movie yesterday because I had like four hours to kill and I have, oh, a, really? I have a movie pass. And it was starting. I was. It was between that and Jumanji, but I would have had to wait like another forty minutes for Jumanji. So I was like, I'll just see this dumb movie downsizing, which it was like okay, and it had cute themes. But it's like such an interesting premise. But I heard they like totally fucked it up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like it could have been better. Yeah. Also, I, Matt Damon. Yeah. yeah, I know. I forget where I was going with this, but uh... so down. Like, was there a bomb situation and downsizing? No, there's definitely like a fallout shelter, but I can't remember if that's why I wanted to bring this up. Probably because oh, that's like yeah. relevant. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, there like, uh, oh, oh, I know because there was like an option to go. I'm like spoiling it for everyone, but I doubt anyone cares. Uh, <laughs> but there- yeah, if you're gonna see a movie, go see Itania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, or like Lady Bird is really good. Yeah. Uh. But so he like basically his character had an option to like go down into this like fallout shelter or like stay out with the rest of the world. And he he chooses to stay out. And I was like, yeah, I'd probably like it's uncertain, but you're out. You're free. So. But what's the consequence? There really wasn't one. No, there was no because they were just like, oh, yeah, like the humanity is going to end at some point in the future. And they were like, when? And they're like, well, it could be hundreds of years from now. Yeah, and that's like stupid. Yeah, yeah. So, like that can happen any day right. here. Yeah, in our present life, that's always <laughs> true. That's like living your life in a bubble because it's like, well, you're gonna die someday. It's like, yeah, but you don't know when, so you might as well that's live your why, life. That's why you should live your life. Yeah, you don't know exactly at any moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I feel so bad for all those people Hawaii. in Hawaii that had to go through that because they didn't clear up the confusion for like a half an hour oh my god and people were just like panicking like i was reading like a 
something where a lady, like her kids were staying over at a friend's house and she was like in full blown, like panic mode trying to get to her kids. Oh my God. Was and that? she couldn't. Was that on a podcast group? Uh, I think so. Okay. On Christine's podcast. And that's why we drink. Was it? No, I saw it on oh, um, okay. another one on Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. I oh, think. okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that was like a lot of people's experience, just like, fuck, like, how, or just anyone who's like lives on the mainland who has relatives there. It's like, ugh, so scary. And like when everybody freaks out and calls like 911 at the same time, like it just stops working and yeah, your cell phones stop working and it's just, they all get all jammed up. Yeah. Wild. Oh my God. Anyway. Um, well, that's fucked up. That's very fucked up. Anything personally fucked up? Uh, well, um, uh, I have like, a I'll couple- go, I'll go first. Okay. I have a couple things. They're not big or anything. Okay. Well, but- my thing is it's not fucked up, but it's super cool. I went to the Frances Glessner Lee exhibit today. Okay. I She's- don't know what that is. Okay. This is the woman that in like the 1940, like 40s, she became like one of the first forensic uh experts and she was a woman so she was like she was a fucking badass so but what she did what her her thing that she did was she made these miniature crime scenes uh with such incredible detail oh i've okay i've read about that i think yeah and so and and her like miniatures are still used to this day like for people who are like getting into like you know any kind of uh, field where they have to like any kind of uh, what am I trying to say like um, any kind of criminology and that oh, could okay. include forensics that could include yeah, for- like detectives like anything so she but so the detail is insane oh my god she knitted a pair of stockings for a, a quote-unquote victim like it's like a little miniature you know of a person she knitted a pair of stockings with like straight pins oh my god and it's it's the detail is insane I I I was blown away. I mean, the the exhibit was packed. Okay. It was packed. It's uh, been in D.C. since October. So. Hot take here. But it's leaving. Hot yeah. take. If yeah. I was her boss and she was fucking knitting baby she, stockings. First of all, she, she did not have a boss. Oh, well, uh, if I was like a... a uh, department she reported into or something like if this lady came into work and was like and here's the stockings I made last night with with safety pins or whatever I'd be like the fuck <laughs> like you, well do you need more all, work <laughs> she was an heiress so oh. or like she like inherited a bunch of money so she was just rich as fuck and was like I'm gonna do this with my life and everybody's like why don't you just want to like sit on your ass and be a socialite and she's like fuck that I'm going to college and I'm becoming this like forensic person so she like fucking badass i bet she loves polly pocket <laughs> i think she... polly pocket was inspired by yeah, her yeah totally oh my so God. if you if you want to learn more about her though there's a good episode of things you missed in history class oh uh that they talk about her does Pretty she cool. have the nickname the duchess of dioramas <laughs> yeah i she should <laughs> uh trademarked copyrighted yeah <laughs> So yeah, that was my cool thing, but it was like so crazy how there's so many people that were, I mean, there was tons of children, wow. uh, like all these like older people who were just like, to- sorry, my robot cat box is going, sorry. <laughs> oh, did the cat just shit? 
Oh, just peed. Oh, just okay. Peed. Oh, okay. No, he's like watching it. He's like very fascinated by it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it was just cool to see all these people like into it, you know? Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. So oh me gosh. and my friend Maggie went. It was awesome. Oh, that's fun. So fun. Yeah. <sighs> Um, anyway what's going on with you well uh after we record i have to go buy a lifelike dildo um because i ordered one in the in the mail from amazon for a sketch i have tomorrow and i uh, it was supposed to come yesterday and i was like oh it's gonna come today and then it's like getting later in the day and i i'm busy like doing stuff and then i'm like oh yeah where is it? it like let me see if it's like out for delivery it hasn't even shipped yet and I was like, oh, oh no. So, and it was only $12, which was so great. And now I have to go to like a sex shop, an adult Type. store. Yeah. But then I feel bad doing that because I'm buying it for like a joke thing. I feel bad. I feel like it's derogatory towards like the people that work there. Not that I'm like not sex positive and think it's cool people use that, but like I legit need one as a prop. So oh, that, that's I, what they're there for too. Like oh, okay. people need props. Like, yeah. It's not just all sticking in your vagina or bubble. Yeah, yeah, true that. Like, you might need it You need it for a, a, a prop. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, I'm going to go do that. But uh, I'm, like, so tired and I'm very busy. But I uh, – so, I was uh, – oh, I was working at the show last night at the theater, at, like, super late, which I'm, like, older now. And I don't stay out till 3 in the morning. But I that's, no. like, when I got home last night. To- totally sobs. Um, and like so I was working and the last show of the night basically is a comedy show where the entire audience is high the whole entire cast performing is high and they smoke a ton of weed and eat a ton of edibles while they do the show and how I don't uh, be I guess if you're like gonna if you're into that sort of thing maybe you do it a lot so it's like yeah, you, you know, have a high like, tolerance. Yeah, but I was like watching some of the comedy completely sober and I was like, what is going on? And people were loving it. They were just were like, <laughs> oh, I couldn't even go in. I had to like go in and like, you know, you have to like watch and make sure people are behaving and stuff, especially I guess at yeah. that show. Uh, and so I went in and, and it was like so, it was just like the thickest cloud in there and stinky and my eyes were burning and I was like, I gotta get out of here. But, uh, it was weird. I don't know. Yeah. It, high people are you're funny like, to high people is what I've learned. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not high, it's not no. the same. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I know that. <laughs> oh, so rough. Yeah. But are I'm you so tired. tired? Oh my God. I'm so tired. Cause then I can't like sleep past nine. Cause I'm like not used you're to it. wired. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got up at like, it was like almost nine o'clock and made breakfast and coffee and stuff. And then. I should have taken a nap at some point today, but I just had a lot going on. So, whatevs. But I'm very well, excited. Here you are. You made it. Yeah, I'm very excited about our topic today. Uh, All right. Oh, I was going to use a segue. Are we ready? We didn't do any yeah. business. But do we need to? Yeah, so business. Let's see. We have the meetup on the 25th, mm-hmm. which is a Thursday. Of January. Uh, of Ugh. January. So, that's literally in like two weeks. So yeah. Less ready, than. Y'all. Less than two weeks. I know. Um, yeah. So, yeah. By the time this comes out, yeah. Um, and then, oh, it's like a, in a week. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Crazy! Wow, time is flying. I just looked at the calendar and realized how far off I was. <laughs> um, I'm so excited! I can't wait to see everybody. I know. Um, and then 
I sent out t-shirts to people who have ordered them. Uh, so everybody keep, keep your eyes peeled. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's, I think all my business. The t-shirts are, look so good. Yeah. Uh, you should get yours. You should have gotten them today. I know I didn't. I don't know what happened. God damn it. But I didn't get that fucking dildo either. So (laughs) maybe the, maybe it's caught up in the mail somewhere. Maybe they scanned it and they're like, this is a dick. We can't deliver it to this lady. <laughs> and I say, yeah, you can. You know how many dicks they deliver every day? <laughs> USPS knows if they what's, on- fucking, what's going on. Or if they only knew. Yeah, right? <laughs> if they only knew how many dicks they were delivering. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. Uh, so you're excited about this topic. I'm excited about this topic because oh, yeah. I did not know anything about it. No, uh, I. But you did. Yeah. My segue was going to be, oh, man, I'm so dead tired. But then it doesn't really have. I mean, we're going to talk about a dead guy and like, but it's like, that's not even relevant. I don't know. So <laughs> we're, we're talking about an American icon today, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. A yeah. lot of people know this person, maybe that are a little little bit older. All right. Uh, would be more familiar. Like I asked DJ if he knew who this person was and he's like, I, I don't know who that is. So um I which is shocking to me kind of, but I think it's more of a California thing. I don't know. I thought didn't he grow up in California? Oh, or Oregon? No, he grew up in Oregon. Oh, okay. Yeah. It so might be. I don't know. I uh might be a little generational. We might be dating ourselves a little bit here, but today we're talking about Casey Kasem. Um, He was a, uh, his full name was Kamal Amin Kasem. He was born to Lebanese Jews immigrant parents. So uh, I had, I did not know that about Casey Kasem. No, me I had no idea. Uh, The Jews, uh, like religion and culture is like pretty interesting. So that was kind of cool to learn that. The great thing about Casey Kasem is he's like this iconic uh, radio personality. He's mm-hmm. a disc jockey who is on the air, on the air for decades. Um, he'd be, he's like the, like, if you guys are into sports, I guess, he'd be like the Chick Hearn or the, like the Vin Scully of like top 40 radio. Yeah. Yeah. Like he had like this great voice and was just like had this iconic kind of style, I guess. Ryan Seacrest, like, would not exist without Casey Kasem. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's, like, who Ryan Seacrest tries to be now. Well, sure. he replaced him. He what? He re- uh, Ryan Seacrest replaced oh, Casey right, Kasem right. Yeah, yeah. on the radio show. Like, it became yeah. something else, but, but we'll get to that later. But, yeah, yeah so... We're we're interested in Casey Kasem. Not, I mean, his life is like very interesting, and he's a very cool person. But mm-hmm. he had a pretty weird and tragic uh, later life. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. It's so weird. Um, I mean, it's just kind of sad, actually. Yeah. But before we talk about that, just wanted to like give a little background, just in case people who who don't know who Casey Kasem is, um. Like, your parents definitely know who Casey Kasem is. He was, like, hmm. majorly, like, popular in, the in like, the 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, he was uh, – he started his, like, DJ on-air personality kind of career, I think, probably in the late 40s, early 50s. 
Mm. And then he was drafted into the army and he was sent to Korea. And he was like, during the Korean War, he was like a DJ announcer for the Armed Forces Radio. That's um, so cool. Yeah, it's like Good Morning Vietnam, kind of. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But uh, he wasn't like, he wasn't like that big of a character, I, yeah. I, would, I would say. But like, he, that was like what it was. More That's understated. He he's more like. More understated. Yeah. Low key. He's, little, he's like smooth and cool and chill. He has a very soothing voice. Um, go ahead and do his, your impression of him. I don't know that I could do it justice. Uh, I'll say, how about I say, okay, so he had this great, uh, his catchphrase or his sign-off yeah. was, um, <clears throat> <laughs> if the snake say, oil salesman comes out right now, oh, what no, a delight. It's, it's not. It's not. It's so, it's, so, it's not okay, at all. Okay, okay, okay. He'd say. This is Casey Kasem signing off saying, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> that's like, that's not at all what he sounded uh, like. Case, it's like, yeah, he had like a, a really nice radio voice, but then also he had like an interesting cadence with his yeah. talking. Like, yeah. It wasn't like over the top though. That's the thing. It wasn't like, no. uh, like, you know how some radio personalities are like this? Yeah. It was, he was like, he was not like that. He was yeah. like. Very like kind of down to earth, I guess. So keep, but hit, keep your feet. I, I like want to do a Jimmy Stewart impression for some reason. No, but that's not even close. But it's like he's like, keep your feet on the. No, that's not even. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> but that's and not keep it at reaching all. Reaching for the stars. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like I it's not. Know. It's not over the top at all. Like that's the thing yeah. about it. It's like very like benign and easygoing and i can hear I it in my head he, yeah i yeah. think that's why people really liked him though yeah. um he seems so true. yeah so he he but he started this uh radio show called american top 40 which i think was like a television show that kind of like became this radio show mm. so i think of trl becoming yeah. an awesome radio radio show that ends up being on the air for decades and decades yeah um which ryan seacrest basically hosts now i guess yeah so yeah um yeah so that's basically his like claim to fame and he also uh is the voice of shaggy from uh scooby-doo oh my gosh that was yeah. such a treat i didn't even know i that. did not know that i did not know that isn't that crazy and yeah. he did the voice like up until like 2012 or something like that they can probably, like, through technology now, they could probably still have him being the voice because, like, you could yeah. just mishmash it every which way. You know exactly. what I mean? You could just, you could just use the, each individual sound bite and, like, like map it all together. Yeah. That's Definitely. crazy. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool. And he was also, like, he, was a, he seemed like a very good person. He, um, he was a very uh, progressive person. Uh, person he cared a lot about progressive politics he uh donated lots of money to um like i think he donated to jesse jackson's campaign when he was running like in the 80s or the 90s um like he was a big supporter of uh, a lot a lot of different p politicians through the through the years who are pretty progressive so hmm. donated like tons of money to like different charities and founded like foundations and uh he's like he was definitely like an activist for uh for arab people uh of all kinds like he i think in he was also like he did like cartoon voices too he was a voice uh for a character in the transformers cartoon do you remember that cartoon oh yeah 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 
And he actually stopped working on that because they had uh, like a lot of like kind of racist uh, overtones about Arab people. And they so he was they just weren't like, even undertones. They were no, overtones. overtones. <laughs> yeah. They were like just straight up racist. And he's just like, yeah, um, there's not a lot of good representation here. Do you think you can maybe like do something about that? And they just didn't. So he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. Oh, good for and him. And he spoke out. He spoke out a lot about like um like a lot of cartoons and like uh, like other things in like pop culture that were like very negative stereotypes of of Arab people. So it was very wow. he was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool guy. He spoke oh. out a lot about against racism, and Jesse Jackson ended up becoming one of his personal personal friends. And he even offici- like Jesse Jackson officiated his his wedding with his second wife. So oh. pretty cool. We're gonna talk a lot about her. Yep. Um, uh, if you were a radio personality, like what kind of voice would you have? Would it be like more, I guess, or it would maybe depend on the show and like what kind of network you were on and stuff, but would you have more of like an NPR voice or like shock jock or like more like Casey Kasem, like cheesier top forties, like, you know, mass appeal or like, um, uh, 94, seven. Delilah. Oh, I was gonna say Delilah. <laughs> Do you ever listen to Delilah? No. I feel like maybe that's more of an East Coast thing. Oh, okay. There's like she's like a um, late night like co- like Colin, um, and she plays like love songs, and oh. it's like. It's like um, who else was a who would do that? I think Art Lebeau. Like- Art Lebeau, yeah, Art I- Lebeau. And people always call in and they're like, "I want to dedicate." Uh, yeah. This song to to my honey in San Quentin. I haven't seen him yeah. in three years, and I'm excited for him yeah. to come home to his. And it's like you're like, oh my god, they're talking about prison. They're dedicating yeah, songs to people in prison. It. They, I remember like always listening to like late night like oldies, and that's what Art yeah. LeBeau was on. And he'd be like, and now we got a call from Priscilla, <laughs> and she'd be like, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to do- dedicate this song to my, my puppet. And it'd be like, I'm, I'm your, your puppet. puppet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's uh, like. It was always the same songs every week. Yeah. Always and forever. Forever. Yeah. It was like lots of, it was so good. Like lots of R&B, lots of oldies. Like yeah. it's so good. Oh. oh God. What else? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Or, uh. Reunited and it feels yeah. <laughs> so good. Yes, exactly. Oh, it was oh basically God. the same show every week. Every single week. Yeah. It was like it was like just all these like forlorn like people who had like gotten in fights with their like significant other and were like, <laughs> honey, come back. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like the, Baby come back. These, yeah. And or it'd be like the tears of a clown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. It was like shit like that all the time. Tears oh, of what a clown. Yeah. Uh oh, Oh, I just thought it was. Oh, I I listened to that show as as recently as a couple of years ago. And what's creepy now is like kids will call in, and like yeah. want to make a dedication. I think because like he takes so many dedications. Because it's not like yeah. oh, so and so requested this song, we're gonna play it. It's like this person, 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 and all these situations. He like goes through a list of like like all these people and then they all pick the same of like 10 songs because it's only <laughs> there's only oh so many yeah songs. yeah 
Um, They're like, sorry, that's not one of the options. Pick another one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're like, do you want to listen to the coasters or (laughs) the temptations? Yeah. That's all we have left. Uh, Yeah. The other ones have been chosen and played. Uh, Yeah. Sorry, we do have a wild card tonight. It's My Sharia More by Stevie Wonder. Uh, That's one of my, that is my favorite Stevie Wonder song. Really? Yep. Sure is. Well, I don't know what I think I'd be, probably have an NPR-ish voice yeah. for sure. Okay. I like I like a low key, like non-hysterical. <laughs> How would you sound? Um, I would definitely get rid of a lot of the 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 vocal fry. Uh, I'd have to even it out. I'd definitely have to take some voice lessons. I don't know. I don't know. That was pretty good. Something like that. It's very smooth. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds there's like a. There's like a twinkling of positivity in it. Yeah, you have to be uplifting yeah. reporting the news somewhat. You can't be dour and, yeah. you know, depressing. True but, that. You have to I be nice and neutral. Yeah, but I'd say, like, we are kind of shock jocks as it is. Mm, yeah, we talk yeah. a lot about inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. That, that would but, definitely be the kind I am. Yeah, yeah. Like, from Wayne's World, like, Handsome Dan, and then, like, that screaming <laughs> guy. I'd be yeah. the screaming guy. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's, uh, oh, fuck. Handsome Dan and, um, what is It's like the ant, not the animal, but, uh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's what is it? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I can't remember. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that and they're then, all. What? And Go. then Handsome Dan is just like the ugliest person ever. <sighs> so good. All right. Anyway. Let's talk about um, this. Let's talk about the shit that goes down. Yeah. So he has this like really wonderful career. Uh, he's well respected. Um, he he he's he's married uh, for a while to a, uh, his first wife. I don't have her name written down because that's kind of a blip on the radar. But he ended <laughs> up having three children with her. Yeah. Um, but he got married a second time to uh, this woman named Jean Thompson in 1980. Mm-hmm. And she's, uh, she's actress. Like a, I would say a washed up actress. Yeah, like I like a not uber successful actress. Not a successful actress. Like she was on Cheers, I think. For but like it was like a, a few it was episodes. like a supporting role. It was like someone's wife. Yeah, and I mean she's very beautiful, uh, but she's just like one of those people who are just like really. Like kind of dime a dozen, I guess. Yeah. And um, yeah, couldn't couldn't really make a very successful acting career happen. But I mean, I guess if you watch Cheers, you would see her on it. Yeah. <laughs> every now and then. <laughs> uh, which is the opposite of like Lillian. Wasn't that Frazier's wife? Uh, I don't know. I don't there was like, like someone Frasier, you never so. saw. Oh yeah, there was like someone you like never. There was a character, Lilith, Lilith, you, that yeah. you never saw. Um, but maybe that was just in his show and not on Cheers. I don't know. Fucking Cheers. Who cares? I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah. I looked this lady up because uh, we're reading mostly about her pretty recently. Because like he died in 2014. We'll just say. Um, yeah. So well, he was old. He was old. He was like 82 when he died. That's old. Yeah. Um, and so he, uh, so it was like pretty recent and, uh, I just was like looking up who she was and stuff when we were researching and she has, 
she is reminiscent of Anna Nicole Smith. Like, yeah, she's like that kind of looking person. Look like <laughs> bucks, buxomy, very blonde, very yeah, kind of just uh bl- blousey. Maybe yeah. <laughs> is that a, is that a word? I don't know. Like she looks like a blouse. <laughs> No, it's like it's it's like kind of she's just like kind of I don't know. She's like flowy and sheer. Um <laughs> uh she's very light. Uh she need, she's dry clean only. <laughs> um uh yeah, very uh like She's like oh. loud and attention seeking. Like, yeah, yeah, kinda, yeah. yeah. Kind of like that's what blousey means. Oh, oh, okay. But like physically looking, she's like uh, you know the the like trashy Marilyn. Yeah, she's, of Anna she, yeah. Smith. Yeah. So she, yeah. So, but they, you know, it seemed like they had a pretty like normal marriage uh, from outside appearances. Like they were married for a long time till he died. Um, Till he died, yeah, and they, they got married in 1980, and then they had a they had a daughter, um, whose name is Liberty. She's very, like th- probably 30 now. Yeah. Oh, very American. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. No. Yeah. It was a cool. Cool name. Um. But yeah, all in all, seemed to have a pretty chill life. Um. Mm-hmm. And like he was, he had made tons of money from his American Top 40 that he did for decades and decades. Yeah, um, because so. they they syndicate it, so it's like if you yeah. listen to Ryan Seacrest now, like on Sunday, whenever they do American Top Forty, uh, people in like Madison, Wisconsin, are also listening to that exact same program because it was pre-recorded, right? And it's played to sound like it's live, like yeah. There's a lot of stuff that actually on the radio, like Ryan's Roses, is total bullshit. Uh, but it it's like all pre-recorded and it's like acting essentially, yeah. And they make it feel like it's real. Well, like any episode of Car Talk now is like pre, it has been, is like an old episode because the one of the brothers died. Oh, like, I don't even know what that is, but it's a, it's just a show on NPR. It's like oh, these oh. two brothers, Click and Clack, the Tapper brothers. Oh, they, they, people call in with problems with their car. It's the fun, it's a funny show. Oh, it's okay. really cute. And one of the brothers died like two years ago. So, but they still play Car Talk like on NPR on like Saturday or Sunday. Well, it could so. still be relevant. I was just thinking, yeah. like, even Loveline, I, I'm pretty sure they could play that. Oh, at, yeah. You know, and it would, I mean, people still get gonorrhea. And people's yeah, re- boyfriends re-broadcast. still leave. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's still relevant. People Cars still relevant. ask if they could get pregnant from blowjobs. So. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they'll need to be playing those forever until we die out yeah. as a species. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, for some reason or another, people don't fucking learn nope oh man yeah so it seemed like everything was fine uh in his life but he was eventually diagnosed with parkinson's but that didn't end up being an accurate uh that wasn't the actual disease he had he had um yeah he had sorry i had it pulled up and then i clicked off of it he actually ended up having um louis body dementia which is often really dif- difficult to differentiate between that and Parkinson's. So oh, okay. it's a form of, it's just a form of dementia. And either way, it's fucked up. It's a really not a good way to uh, dwell in your la- your later years. So yeah. getting old sucks. Yeah. But yeah, so he was, he's 
has this uh this form of dementia and he starts to decline um yeah. and that was like i forget when exactly he was diagnosed what year but um starting to decline so yeah oh he was diagnosed in 2007 sorry yeah cuz he he worked like pretty he worked pretty far yeah. into the 2000s he retired from the radio show american top 40 in 2009 that was like yeah. the last the top wow. song that he signed off with was hey ya by outcast whoa I good factoid the, yeah i just listened great to the final broadcast oh you yeah. did great tri- mm-hmm. great trivia question yeah mm-hmm. that's a if good you're ever question. playing trivia that yeah. was the final that was his last song that he signed off with wow yeah so yeah so he has this horrible diagnosis and then it's he but he's like you know doing okay but then things start turning taking a turn for the worst in uh 2013 yeah and then i will allow you to give all the information because this is where i stopped doing my research uh i was just gonna let you roll but okay no, um, I want to. I want to hear. I want to hear it fr- from your. Now you do the okay. life. Yeah, because I ha- I put a lot of thoughts in here. Just yeah, because this is where uh the story picks up, and I got emotionally invested. Yeah. Uh, because I remember all of this stuff happening. Um, and it's fucking crazy. So yeah. in October of 2013, his uh, there's like some beef between Anna Nicole Jean and <laughs> <laughs> and his kid. Uh, well, his kids, but mostly his eldest daughter, who's named uh, Carrie. and From so, his previous marriage. From his first marriage, yeah. So this yeah. is like, you know, she's uh, probably our age and or older. And like, she, yeah, so she's like been trying to see her dad. She hasn't been allowed to see him for three months because Anna Nicole Jean is like kind of like fighting her or whatever, like not allowing her to come over. So they I know it's fucked up so so she's like oh elderly abuse so she tries to build a case she protests outside of his mansion in Beverly Hills or whatever yeah all three of the kids did yeah and they brought the police and like news and stuff they brought like media and like made it into a thing dude uh because they're like we want to see our dad something's something's wrong and so um the police got involved they didn't find any um like evidence of uh elderly abuse so they're like oh because carrie was like oh i want to be the um the conservator like she wanted the conservatorship of his estate and his well-being because when you're old and especially if you have dementia someone needs to be making decisions on your half usually it's your spouse but they were like well she's not letting us see him something's weird it should be us and they were like yeah sorry it's fine So, um, so then a few months go by and it's May of 2014 now. So, uh, not, I'm not sure when this happened, but, um, his wife moved him into a home, like a convalescent home in Santa Monica. Probably pretty nice. And like, oh, anything in Santa Monica, I'm assuming. Good care. Good care. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like a millionaire. So yeah. Multi, way multi. Uh Um, And so he's in a home, and on May 7th, um, Anna Nicole Jean breaks Casey out against doctor's orders. So, like... Yeah. 
He was on tubes. Like, he, had, he was on, like, machines and stuff. Yeah, he had, like, a feeding tube that was, like, surgically in planted into him. Yeah. Because he couldn't he couldn't eat normally like he had to have like intravenous like fluids and stuff yeah and they were like you can't move him yeah like or you shouldn't you should well yeah they were like it's life-threatening to move him like if you move him he will it's not going to be good but i think she Um, was probably like oh no well because she's like oh we'll take the equipment we're just gonna go to back to the home where he's comfortable i miss him whatever like you know whatever they they like she tried to make it so that it's, like, not a big deal. Except yeah. she, like, four days later after she takes him out of the um, convalescent home, she fucking road trips it to Las Vegas with two – it's, like, they caravan and two SUVs. Dude, and just to be clear, like, I, she just took that equipment because all the people in the yeah. home were, like, you shouldn't – move him without all the things that he needs to survive and she's like oh, okay then i'll just take it yeah. and they're like uh okay they're like we don't want this man to die so yeah. i i guess just take it she basically fucking stole that shit dude this bitch this bitch uh uh also like elderly abuse volume one like let's all talk about how like what the fuck do you need to go to vegas for oh the- <laughs> Okay, and you guys, they didn't even do, like, fun Vegas. First of all, they go in two different SUVs. He's riding in the back SUV with, with his caregivers and, and the wife, Jean or whatever her name is, and uh, her daughter, Liberty, are riding in the SUV up front. or what, You know, there's, like, two caravanning SUVs. They're not even riding together. He's, like, basically just declining in health you know, whatever, in a separate car so they don't have to sit with him. It's so disgusting. And they get well, to Well, because Las- he needs to be hooked. He still needs to be hooked up to all this shit. So he probably needed, like, he needed the caretakers in the other SUV and all the all these, like, machines, too. Need Like, all this equipment needed to go with Ugh. them. Ugh. It's so... Get, what the fuck? What the fuck are they thinking? I don't know. Get Also, get a fucking tour bus then so you guys could all sit together. Because that's rude. You're just, like, uh, taking a dementia patient out of the home and putting him in an SUV to go to Vegas. That's not right. And okay. And even if he was like, I just want to go to Vegas. I don't care what it takes. Please just take me to Vegas. You, you can't just be like, sure thing, honey, let's get in the car. Like you have to be like, I'm sorry. Like I love you. And I love you so much that I don't want to harm you. Like I, there's no feasible way that we can do this. And it be okay. Like <laughs> that's when you pull. Like, that's when you pull a feel good episode of '90s TV and you bring Vegas to him. That's that's right. That's what a good wife would do. But she's a yeah. not good wife. She's a bad, N- shitty wife. Yeah, she's like. The, I thought she was like normal when I first started reading, and then all the I, the more I read, I was just like, nope. This is a this is a bad person. <laughs> oh God! Anyone? Oh. I was going to say anyone that thinks that her hair color looks good at the age she's at is I was going to say na- natural. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to what? I was going to say anyone that thinks it looks natural is oh, right. sorely mistaken. <laughs> uh, yeah, but enough ad hominem attacks on this woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So they so they go to Las we'll let Vegas. The, we'll let the whole story speak for itself. Yeah. They go to Las Vegas. They're like, I mean, at least they stayed in the Vidaro, which is like uh, connected to the Aria. It's very swanky. It doesn't have a casino in it. So it's like more mm. low key. So it's like, okay, maybe that's like the most relaxing place you could be in a place that's not very relaxing, but whatever. And they stay for two nights because that's how long you should stay in Las Vegas. So at least they yeah. did that part right. No more than yeah. two nights. No more. Well, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. I wonder what they it's did just while bizarre. they were there. I, I can't, can't even imagine. I can't, can't even imagine. Yeah. No. Um. So. Uh. Okay. So two, they stayed there like two days, and then um they. They left again from Las Vegas, but this time they flew. And I don't know if, like, the whole staff of caregivers came. I would assume not because someone had to go back. I, I, I don't know. Someone I don't know. had to drive the SUVs back. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> someone had to make sure all the equipment got back to the convalescent home because um, I don't know that they took it with them. But he Who knows. Yeah, so they went to Seattle because that's where she grew up or something. She had some childhood friends. Uh, that lived there. So they went and stayed with her childhood friends, which is weird to me. You have so, so much money. So strange. But you have so much money. Like, even if you were, I mean, it's all strange, but like, you know, get a little rental or like save by yourselves. Also, like, who's a fr- who? What, what friends like, yes, please bring your like very ill, like very elderly <laughs> husband to my home. That's, I'm assuming, is not equipped to deal with like a person who needs to be have like intensive care i don't know bring them to my home you guys could stay on the pullout as long as you want i'll roast a chicken yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be great like what you're not allergic to dogs are you (laughs) (laughs) so i have three three rottweilers i hope that's all right (laughs) oh you could stay in our you could stay in our guest room but that's also where the cat box is i hope that's not a problem I'll move it out into my bedroom, but, you know, <laughs> just so you know, there might be a lingering smell. Yeah. Oh, God. Does he need oh, medical Jesus. attention? Because I have three flights of stairs up to my apartment, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know it's if a, I'll make it's it. It's a walk-up. It's yeah. a walk-up. I don't have an elevator. <laughs> hope that's okay. Oh, oh my God. God so dude. They, they go the to fuck? Seattle. Yeah. They go to Seattle. Then, uh, luckily, this happens because um, they had been gone and the kids didn't know where they were still because basically he had been broken out of the convalescent home so the kids are like oh fuck like dad's missing gene's crazy file a missing persons report um so when they get to seattle they have to because he's like so elderly and sick they they he takes an ambulance from the airport to this friend's house where he's crashing for the weekend or whatever. Oh my God. And the ambulance people um, make a report and it, they put elderly abuse. They saw signs of elderly abuse because it had been days without proper care. He was developing like ulcers and they could see all these symptoms. Whatever. Yeah, he had like a stage three or four like ulcer. Like, yeah. From, like a, like bed sore. Yeah. And like, cause he is bedridden. Like he can't yeah. walk around. Like he's, he's, man, this is just so crazy. It's so crazy. It's like, she just like dragged him to two separate states. I know. And like, 
I don't know. It's so crazy. Okay, so the ambulance driver's like, this fucked up. Files yeah. a report because he has to. Uh, and it, like, pinged the system because the missing person's report was in there. So, yeah. uh, and when I say the system, I don't know what, what system, but it's just, like, a system. The law. <laughs> yeah, the law. It alerted the law. Um, and so... This is still kind of early-ish May. So, like, this all this all took, or, like, maybe mid-May, but this all took a little while, like, for the system to be pinged. They notify Carrie, tell her what's up. She figures out where they are. She, yeah. like, finally gets up there. Um, in early June, she's, like, uh, oh, she's still battling. She's, like, using this as evidence because it's all, like, hey, you went against the caregiver's advice. You t- fucking dragged him to Vegas. He, he was poorly taken care of by the time you got to Seattle. This all says, you know, presenting it to a judge, I should be the conservator. I should have the conservatorship of my dad's estate and his health care. And she sh- she's unfit, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're right. Um, yeah. They're like, you're right. Uh, go for it. Because this lady mm-hmm. is crazy. And so um, she's. Yeah. Awarded- the law's like, go get him. Yeah. yeah. The law's like, uh, uh, we're going to issue the- you this badge temporarily. Um, you go ahead. You have authority over your father and all of his needs. Um, so Carrie goes up to Seattle and I have a game for you because she storms into this fucking wherever they're holed up at her, uh, in Seattle, in Seattle at some friend's condo, uh, Frazier's penthouse. (laughs) Uh, he's just, they just put him in the old dad chair. And yeah, hang out there. Um, okay. Okay, so like, so <laughs> initially, what's the game? Okay, well, initially when I was thinking of this game, I was thinking they went to her childhood home, so these are more influenced by that, but it's still. So okay. Carrie went to Jean's childhood friend's home to get her dad back. What was the scene like? Was okay. it a weekend at Bernie's? So like he was all comatose and. She was making him do the conga <laughs> around the apartment. And then Carrie's like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Or was it B, Toy Story, where uh, Gene had dressed him up as Miss, Mrs. Nesbitt, like Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> Toy Story, and she's making him have a tea party with her childhood friend. Is it C, Gene... Uh, uh, threw some raw meat at Carrie and yelled, in the name of King David, as she took her dad away? Or was it D, Silence of the Lambs, and and Jean answered the door wearing um Carrie's dad's skin, Casey Kasem's skin. Coat. A skin coat. Like a, a skin pe- coat. Like a pea coat of yeah. skin. Um, I'm going to go with C. She, <laughs> Jean... Ran out of the house throwing a pound of raw meat at Carrie, <laughs> screaming, in the name of King David. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, what the fuck oh, is wrong with my this crazy God. bitch? I was oh, like, shit. when I read that, I was like, that's so fucking crazy. And then I was like, what would be crazier? And it's like, and it was just I, so I many other things. I think Weekend at Bernie's, I read an article where they kind of describe it as that. It's so I mean, fucked up. Well, he's not dead yet here, but he's not dead, eventually but he like, dies, and like what they do with his body is a mess. Oh, yeah. That comes later, but yeah. still. She, Jean is off the deep end here and is throwing raw meat at her 
stepdaughter and is just losing it. Someone, I, <laughs> someone is just like a little too obsessed with Bobby Trendy and watching the Anna Nicole Smith show on E! And like, I have not heard the name Bobby Trendy in a long time. Is it because, <laughs> do you think it's like representative of like Jean thinking that the children are vultures? And so she's throwing <laughs> her raw meat? That's like oh, the like- only... Deflecting their attention to the raw meat, so she could like, like yeah, get but him just back being, house. just being so over the top, being like, yeah. "You're a vulture, Ugh. fuck you!" In the name of King David, <laughs> what is? I, I don't know what the King David thing is. Uh, well, Carrie ended up taking her dad anyway. Yeah, despite the meat being thrown at her, uh, and he, she took him to get actual care at a hospital, which yeah. she desperately needed mm-hmm. because he was like. He was suffering big time from this uh, ulcer that had just completely gotten out of control. This bed sore that turned into a, a, an ulcer. Yeah. And was infected. Um, and so he, she takes him to the hospital and he ends up dying uh, two weeks later on June 15th, 2014. And Jean never came to the hospital. Never showed up. Ugh. And it was so sad. And everyone was sad. And then I feel like the drama died down, like, for a hot second. Well, because he was at peace, finally. He wasn't being dragged all over the United States by Gene. And it was really sad. And, I mean, this is like, this is like, you know, I'm trying to think of somebody equivalent. uh, Like, it's like Dick Clark passing away. You know, like, he's like that level of, like, well-known kind of status yeah. of of radio personality, I think. And so, whereas Dick Clark was, like, TV, like, Yeah. You know? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 It so, was... people were, like, sad about this, and it became, it became a pretty big story. Yeah. Well, and then it All becomes the drama. a bigger story. Yeah, because, so, he's finally at peace. He's in the funeral home. They're making arrangements. They haven't heard or they haven't heard from or seen of Gene in a few days, but even before that, two weeks before he died, before the whole meat thing went down. Yeah. And um, before the Seattle meat shower. <laughs> uh, Are you laughing at my but face? They, <laughs> no, I'm laughing oh. at the Seattle meat shower. Oh, thank you. I, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. And then I and then I went, oh, oh, oh. No, um, it's it was funny. Oh, good. But yeah, they they were like they wanted an autopsy done though. Yeah. Uh, while he was in the funeral home, they were trying to arrange that because you need to have like you need to have like permission from the. I think you have to have permission through the coroner to do it. Um, oh, you can't yeah. just like willy nilly get an autopsy. Like you have to have like a reason for it. Yeah. There so has there, to be, like, there were circumstances, extenuating yeah. circumstances, or whatever. So, but they were, they wanted to claim and they wanted to build this case against, uh, Jean, uh, against her for elderly abuse or elder abuse. Yeah. Um, so that's why they wanted an autopsy so they could get to the bottom of like how and why this, he passed away in kind of the way that he did. I mean, he was old and everything, but like, would he have died so soon if it was, if he was taken away from the care that he was receiving probably not so yeah. they they just really wanted to 
nail Jean big time. Yeah. So they're at the, um, across from the funeral home, I think is like a, a police station or something. So mm-hmm. literally, Carrie Kasem, his eldest daughter, is across the street getting a restraining order against um, Jean. I'm not exactly sure why. I don't know how you could do that. Like, maybe just because she was the conservator now and, like, she – I don't know exactly why. Well, she she probably was trying to do all kinds of stuff at the same time to protect, like, everybody from Jean at this point because – True. Like, I I would be afraid of this woman after she kidnaps my dad and then throws raw meat at me. Like, you know, like she just, it seems yeah. like a very bad situation. So I would want to keep her out of my life yeah. as much as possible. Like something's so. off. So yeah, like you could sense it. Like she's, she's proven she's unstable. <laughs> yeah. Um. So while she's over across the street, Gene comes and like basically takes his body, Casey Kasem's body and takes off. And while Carrie's across the street, while Carrie's literally. across the street, like get literally Snatches, getting a restraining order. She, she snatched his body. Yeah, she's a body snatcher. She's a body snatcher, dude. She a literal just, body snatcher. She just took a dead body out of a funeral home and t- took him across the border to Canada. I mean, Unreal. Uh, yeah, yeah, they went to Canada. I I feel like if you were the funeral home director and like the, uh, I I don't know, I don't know how this works. It blows my mind because I'm like, how does this even happen? Like, does she show up with a van? Is it like refrigerated? Yeah. Or she, did she just like fucking rent a U-Haul earlier that day? You know, or or I don't know what what the I, like. I just don't know. But then I'm like, the logistics who just, of this are so crazy. Who just like lets her go? Was she like, well, he's my husband, and I want also like you have to have a permit to like to have a dead body. Yeah, to yeah. move a body across state lines. Like you yeah. can't just like willy-nilly yeah grab a body and just start driving around with it that's some weekend at bernie shit that's 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 like little miss sunshine (laughs) like yeah it's so so crazy Uh, so she i think she ended up taking him his body to canada yeah and they like post up in canada for a while yeah they post up in canada for a little while this is when um so when she took the body that's when kind of i remember hearing about it because it a few months go by because everybody's like what the fucking fuck yeah like i just remember hearing about it i was listening to a lot of howard stern at the time and since he's like a big radio person obviously like he was like so into this and it was like you know just hearing like oh in casey Kasem, like his body was taken it's in Canada, reportedly. It, he still hasn't been laid to rest. And it became this whole thing. And they did, like, a bit that was pretty funny. And it was, like, a Casey case of impression that was, like, <laughs> saying where he is and, like, the different parts that were decomposing. Which is not – it's, like, a – you know, comedy isn't for everyone sometimes. Yeah, it's very I enjoyed irreverent. It. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. But, um, but yeah, so, like, for real, they didn't embalm him or anything. Like, she didn't have him preserved. He was basically what, were they, just was refrigerated. Was he just – was he just packed in the snow in a fucking glacier in Canada? Like, what the fuck? I, was he just, like, in a meat freezer, like, at a butcher shop that she, like, yeah. rented out? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. But... The it, logistics, I, I, it's killing me. I, can't, yeah. I don't understand. What the fuck? Also, like... She's just rolling around crazy. with a dead body. Yeah, bitch is crazy. Why are you bringing a dead body around with you everywhere? Um, 
okay, like, let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she just, like, loved him so much. Yeah. But. That's fine. Like, but, like, other people did, too. And don't this be selfish, you crazy asshole. This isn't Victoria fucking London. You can't just, like, be, you know, embalming corpses and dragging yeah. them around everywhere with you. You can't do that. Like, well, this she- is. Even worse, she didn't embalm him, so he's just, like, uh, d- disintegrating like you do, uh, and it's just really sad. And goddamn. So, finally, uh, she doesn't bury him in Canada um, like she claimed she wanted to. She goes to Norway, and in order oh, to God be- damn. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, he has no ties to Norway whatsoever. He wanted to be buried in L.A. He didn't even yeah. want- that, that was, like, in his, like, will i think yeah i think and so. she just she just didn't care she yeah. just took him or if it wasn't in his will it was like people made statements about it yeah like, he I, he had like had conversations about yeah. it his everybody like knew that was what was supposed to happen but yet jeans just like i'm from norway and she's like not even from fucking norway <laughs> she she like lied about all this shit she's just some run-of-the-mill white bitch who wait runs- I don't even know, but she she lied. Can we read the letter she wrote? Yes. Uh, okay. I'm gonna... So so um, in order to be buried in Norway, you have uh, you have to have Norwegian heritage. So she had to write a letter to the cemetery and like say that you know, oh, I'm Norwegian or whatever, and blah blah blah. So she wrote the saddest. Not even two paragraph letter. It looks like it's two paragraphs, but it's like not full paragraphs. It's like triple spaced. <laughs> the margins 16, are huge. Yeah. 16 point font. <laughs> yeah. The margins are like three it's, inches. It's Comic Sans. Yeah. Comic, comic Sans and Papyrus. <laughs> Oh God, God, Jesus! Um, so uh, she's bolded parts of it too. Oh, uh, cool. Okay, so this is literally what the so this is the letter. Oh, P.S. This is linked on her Wikipedia page because it says she's of Norwegian descent, and then it uses this letter as the source of that tidbit of information. And I'm like, you can't fucking use someone's own <laughs> fake letter as as <laughs> truth. I don't understand. That is- that is not ALA. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the letter. Dear Council, I hope today finds you all well. I would Shut like up. for <laughs> Shut your trash mouth. I would like for my husband of 35 years to rest in peace in Norway. He always said that Norway symbolizes peace and looks like heaven, and I would like to respectfully fulfill his wishes. My heritage on my mother's side is Norwegian, and I plan to move to Norway by the end of the year of this year. Therefore, I would also like to be near my husband's resting place so my daughter and I could visit with him often. With kind regards, Jeannie and Liberty. Jeannie. You know what, Jeannie? (sighs) You know what? You're a weenie. You're, like, just (laughs) the worst. (laughs) So is that where she is now? Is she in Norway? Uh, I mean, I didn't find, I didn't find any evidence of it. So I'm guessing that's probably not where she's living. But that's where Casey Kasem was and eventually buried, right? Yeah, he's buried there. And it's like an unmarked grave and like some tiny little Norwegian like 
cemetery and I don't know. I'm sure there's probably I didn't uh I didn't get this far, but I'm sure there's probably like ongoing legal battles to like exhume him and Oh yeah. Actually, no, I don't think maybe there is. I think I'm mixing. You know what? What? I I you know what? All that I hope is happening is that Gene is haunted by Casey Kasem. <laughs> like I hope that she's being haunted by him because she, Yeah. What a what an asshole. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, a real she asshole. Just very I, selfish. Yeah. Poor I mean, he's dead, so he doesn't know. But you know, that sucks for his kids that like there's uh, it, the whole thing sucks. He died in a sad way and that's sad, but everything after that didn't affect him, so whatever. Yeah. But like his kids had to go through all that shit just to try and get him laid to rest closer to where they live, where they grew up. Whatever. I don't know, but it's just so horrible. Well, what a yeah, what a horrible thing to go through. Like your dad is his dead body is just being dragged around oh like God. North America and and then <laughs> and all Europe. This, and Europe and like she like kind of shoehorned him into a a graveyard in Oslo like yeah with a fake letter about like how she's part Norwegian I don't like what it's is so it's so weird to me this is like the thought I have every day like how does this happen he's a high profile person like obviously this woman is batshit crazy they're like and still the system fails yeah like the true side and that's where we are well, in the, the world today the law is the law i guess and she guess. really used it to her full advantage well once she like escaped to canada yeah, also what can it's you like do? what the law can't do much i mean they're also like we have a lot of other more important yeah. things to worry about here they're like we're sorry but Ryan Seacrest is already filling in for him now, and there's not a lot of impact in the United States, so. Oh, my um, God. That's so sad. Our regards. Oh, so sad. Yeah. But uh, I feel like, you know, she, uh, at, so there's things, like, why do we think Jean did this, I guess? Uh, Aside from being a selfish, unstable person. Right. And um, I think she would already get like she already has claim to his money because they're married and in the yeah. state of california unless there's a prenup you get you get huh. it when they yeah. die well or, yeah if you get divorced, if you yeah. divorce yeah um but if when they die you get well yeah. depending on their will well i don't but it, did he have a will because he didn't even have any of these plans laid out and i don't like, know and that's a good bit of information like as especially if you have kids you need to have that on lockdown you need to have if you have children yeah. And you need to have life insurance and you need to have some sort of plan, some yeah, d- just very basic plan of what yeah. you want to have happen to your body and to your 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 like stuff. Yeah. Like cuz that's really hard for people to deal with. Like I mean like especially like I don't know, just a normal person like with normal stuff with like yeah. clothes and like Oh, like, yeah. A couple pieces of jewelry. This is a person with, like, an estate worth, like, over $80 million, like, and, like, uh, countless possessions. Like, I, I – I, It's crazy. It's so overwhelming. Like, and his children were just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, it's sad. 
And maybe his children are terrible too, though. I don't know, but it's I a- know that's. I was wondering that too. I was like, oh, maybe they weren't very nice to him, or it just is very su- suspect it- that he got dragged all around the world. That's the thing. Even even with if they were this terrible, like Jean could have, like she she had a lot of things on her side if she just would have like kept him where he was and yeah. just and hired her own lawyers to be like his children are terrible or whatever yeah and built her own case against them instead of literally dragging him out of a hospital in a yeah. very vulnerable state just doesn't look good on her part so no. i don't know yeah well well he had she- 80 million the 2 Jesus. million dollar life insurance policy it was Carrie, Carrie, his eldest daughter, hired a um, PI during this whole time, like from oh. the from the time that they protested to through, like even before that, through till he was like buried. Um, and the PI was, uh, the PI basically said she was having like Jean was having a years long affair. <gasps> yeah, and so I think maybe like the insurance policy, she wouldn't have gotten it or something. Like maybe that would have messed things up somehow, dude. Um, and yeah, it's, I mean, she's trash. a big motivator. Yeah. Like her trash hair, someone has to pay to dye it. So, <laughs> oh, or light it on fire, which is what I would do. I know. Oh, Lord. It's Wowie Zowie. All right. What, a, what yeah. a terrible trash person who, oh my God, just really dragged a dead body around the world. <laughs> my God. For, in this, like, the whole thing took like six months for him to finally get buried, right? That's how uh, like, how much time had passed. Well, he died in June, right? Uh, yeah. And I'm then not... she buried him in, when was he buried? Oh, I thought he got buried in August. It was like a few months, but it was during the summer. Still, still, it was months. Yeah, it was months. Summer months. Granted, they were in like Canada where it's like, cooler a little bit. Hi, Rob. What's up, Rob? <laughs> uh, I, I think he's, a, he's the only person I know that listens that's from Canada. We got some um, Canadian peeps, but yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I think so, but I don't. That's the only one I know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Crazy. I know. Ugh. Poor yeah. Casey Kasem. I know. Ugh. This shit is crazy, but I feel so bad for him. Ugh. Yeah. I hope that he's resting in peace and reaching for those stars. Oh. Yeah. I f- I hope his feet are planted firmly six feet underground. And he's reaching for the stars. <laughs> From Oslo. <laughs> and he's reaching for the Norwegian stars. <laughs> oh, poor guy. I'm Casey Kasem. Yeah. Oh, right. boy. Well, that's all I got on it. Um, yeah, same. <laughs> what, a, what a wild tale. Um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, look up some Casey Kasem clips. I think there's one where he, like, freaks out in the studio. <gasps> it's very good. Yeah. Um, what does and... he say? I can't remember. I oh, don't know. Oh, he's recording. Um. Oh, it's, like, number one. It's, like, no, and on whatever, 95.9, the number one, your, your destination for number one pop music in Omaha or whatever. And they're, like. He's like, I can't say that. How do I fucking know it's number one? Blah blah blah. He's, it's like he gets really. He's mad. very, he's very principled. Yeah, yeah. He was probably tired. 
Yeah, I know I would be if I had to yeah. like say the same thing over and over and over again. For literally every Ugh. somewhat major city in the United States. Yeah, Jesus. he's like, I don't know if this is true. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty funny, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God bless. <sighs> Uh, well uh thanks for listening guys uh follow us on social media or social meds if you will uh on all the things instagram twitter facebook at dtfu podcast yeah send us an email to dtfupodcast.com uh that's our website um we also have a just separate email address it's dtfupodcast at gmail.com yeah uh, you can order shirts on the website. You can, you can learn more about Nicole and I. Um, you can click through to iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe. That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, learn about our Patreon. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I have a video uh, that they played during that high show last night that I think we should use for our uh, commentary video. For Patreon. Yeah, for Patreon. So cool, awesome. Yeah. That we're we'll be recording that that stuff and posting that soon. So if yep. you're a Patreon subscriber, we'll have some new content up in a few days. So Woo! yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. Thanks again for listening and uh, keep your feet on the ground and <laughs> keep your eyes on the stars and be excellent to each other. Okay. Thank good. You. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> your sign off. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. All right. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.